called Bob on the Books. This is Bob Robertson on National Public Pillow Fort Radio. Uh, once again, we're here with a special guest to talk about a book that was recently published. Uh, today, my guest is Mick McMickelson, who just published a book called Irish American, The Real Slaves. Uh, welcome to the show, Mick McMickelson. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm, I'm quite good. Thank you. Now, uh, the very first line of your book, I, I must uh, bring attention to, the very first line of your book says, you hear African Americans all the time screaming about how uh, they were slaves and they were wronged, but the true victims were the Irish Americans. Um, can you really back that up? Um, yes, I can. There is uh, voluminous evidence in, to uh, to support said statement they were uh per capita a larger group that was enslaved in in what ways were they actually owned by other humans or was it more indentured servitude which i agree is a form of slavery no they were actual slaves once again i'm here with mick mcmickelson and his new book irish american the true slaves um recently published uh, you can get it on random house uh at any bookstore i'm sure amazon.com Walmart has banned it. What do you what do you uh, what do you have to say about Walmart not having your book in stores? Well, I I, I think it's due to the fact that at one point I uh, cursed Donald Trump for four straight chapters. Now, what is your beef with Donald Trump? Because he he's a good Irish lad, as far as I know. No, he is not. He's he's a uh, he's a German, and we all know they're filthy krauts. So you know him. Trying to, you know, identify with any kind of, you know, Irish blood in his veins is just wrong. So that's why uh, that's pretty much what started the rant other than his hair. His hair really incenses me. So I've always been mesmerized by his hair. Do you think it's real? Is it a weave? Is it um, is it a wig? Is it a comb forward? I think it is a um, an orangutan that he scalped Mm. and grafted it onto his skull. Mm. I mean, that's the only thing that could really explain it for me, I think. Again, I'm here with Mick McMickelson, author of the book Irish American, The Slaviest of the Slaves. Um, I'd like to go to chapter two. It just says the name of the chapter is Potatoes, Potatoes, Potatoes. And then basically it's just recipes of your favorite ways to cook potatoes. And the one one particular one that I wanted to uh, talk about is the very last one where you just take a potato out of the potato bag, or as you put it, tater sack, and you eat it raw as though it were a hand fruit. Is that your your absolute favorite way to eat a potato? Um, I, I got to be honest. I was pretty drunk during that chapter, so I'd completely... Not because the Irish. Yeah, I completely tuned out. I mean, I had gotten a, a case of Bushmills whiskey from the, um, the remnants of the Winter Hill Gang in Boston. So... I was completely tuned out, and I just uh, I started drinking and um, started, you know, enforcing all the stereotypes about um, Irish Americans. And well, stereotypes don't come from nowhere. Well, that that is true, sir. They don't just appear like uh, Santa Claus on Christmas morning because he does appear. He way. does. There seems to be a, a loose rapscallion in the studio. Um, that's again, my Irish setter. Oh, that's fitting. Yes. Once again, I'm here with Mick McMickelson, author of the uh, book Irish American, Slave, 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 Hallelujah, We Were Slaves. 
Um, I look at um, one particular passage in the book where you say John F. Kennedy was killed by space lords who wanted to keep the Irish people down. Is is that just conjecture on your point? or Well, I mean, there's no real evidence to back that up, but I want it to be true. So I thought that if I published it, that we could get that ball rolling. And um, you don't really need any real evidence. I believe it in my heart that that's true. Because what is the... What is the what is the other any other explanation for the fact that the Irish have been kept so down? Very true. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back with Mick McMickelson, the author of the books of the book. Excuse me, Irish American slave to the grind. Again, this is Bob Robertson. Welcome back to Books, Books, Books with Bob, or Bob on Books. I forget what the name of the show is. It doesn't really matter. This is National Public Pillow Fort Radio, and I'm here with author of Irish American, We Were Slaves, Shut Up Black People, Mick McMickelson. Again, Mick, thank you for joining us today. You're welcome, Bob. Again, I'm here with Mick McMickelson, author of, author of the book Irish American, Slave me from myself. Um, I, I noticed that your foreword was written by Mark Wahlberg. How did you get to know Mr. Mark Wahlberg? Um, well, he is a Boston native, and he was in an Irish mob movie, The Departed. Um, I dropped the R on that on purpose. Um, I don't think it's pretentious. I think it's kind of cool. So I did that. I think it sounds really cool. Yeah, it does. Sound- my, that and the Philadelphia accent I've always found to be almost musical. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Wahlberg, um, tell me about your first meeting with Mr. Wahlberg. Well, he he punched me in the mouth. He gave me a knuckle sandwich. Um, he's I known, bet you didn't order that. He's, <laughs> he's known for dealing out those knuckle sandwiches. Yes, he makes them two at a time. I hear. I mean, I was. It was St. Patty's Day, and we were at a Dropkick Murphys concert. Well, of course you were. And um, why wouldn't you be? Uh, and I attempted to rush the stage, and. Mark Wahlberg was standing there, so he just decided to punch me. And, you know, it was magic from then on. So after he punched you, what happened? Did you guys go backstage? Was were you taken out by security? I was, I was completely knocked out. I didn't wake up till three days later, and they were sweeping up the, uh, the Civic Center. And apparently he had stuffed me underneath the bleachers with chairs on top of me, hoping I would die of exhaustion and, um, and dehydration, which I almost did. Hmm. So, um, so I'm guessing there was a lengthy hospital stay after that. There was, but then after that, I was able to, able to leverage my, um, my legal action against him into forcing him to write the forward in the book. So that was the payment. He didn't pay your hospital bills, which I would imagine would be hundreds of thousands of dollars. They, they and were, he could very well afford they that. They were. I mean, strictly from sales of his wonderful uh, music career, he, he could have paid for it, but I didn't ask for that because you know, I thought I was pushing my luck, and you know I didn't want another one of those legendary knuckle sandwiches. You're telling me Mr. Wahlberg was a musician before. I do not remember that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think many people do, and I think most people that do are trying to forget, but he, yeah, he had a group uh, known as the Funky Bunch, hmm. and um, of Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah, yes. See, I remember that now. Yeah, what a great time that was. It that was. was prom of nineteen ninety three. It was a magical time. I took Lula Bell to the prom. What a what a great time. Anyway, uh, excuse me. I'm here with 
Mick McMickelson, author of Irish American Slave Me Jesus. And once again, I'd like to thank you, Mick McMickelson, for being here with me and all the all the listeners across the uh, across the the Pillow Fort Radio Nation. And I would like to thank you for sending the um, the Mexican taxi to pick to pick me up. Um, I like the low rider; it was really nice. Um, the fact that he um, held me up at gunpoint at when when he brought me here that wasn't so good, but the ride was nice. Well, I can't take full responsibility for someone holding you up. Are, are you trying to leverage me now to write a forward for your next book? Yes, I'm, I'm, I've I'm, actually I've got the paperwork written up. My lawyer, Murray, I'm not even known. My my lawyer and um, advisor, um, Johnny Bottomline, is um, work, Bottom is working on that. I've actually heard of him. He seems to be quite the shyster. He's he's is a again. I'm here with Mick McMickelson talking about his brand new book. Irish American, the most American slave. And I'd like to uh, ask one more question about your Donald Trump rant. Okay. You went into an almost catatonic state in the middle where you just hit the G key as you were typing it, I suppose. Did you fall asleep? No, actually. There's there's literally three pages that are just G's. Well, actually, I was just, I I think I was masturbating at that point and had clicked, not clicked off of the, uh, of that part of the, uh, the computer. And, um. So you were hitting the G spot and it just kept. Yes, it did. I see. And it was a nice pun and, um, quite a pleasurable experience. It was, um,. It was Mr. Hands I was watching. You know? Mr. Hands. Yeah. Was, uh, oh, the uh, the infamous um, death by horse penis. It was just a, it's a magical video. Yes, I can. My my penis is dry heaving right now just thinking about. It. Well, I mean that's the subject of my next book. So um, it's Mr. Hands and what a hero for committing to that fetish. Yes. Yes. And he went to see a, a man about a horse, and boy, did he get one. Yes, he did. Again, I'm here with Mick McMickelson talking about his new book, Irish American Slave the Drama for Your Mama. <laughs> um, I noticed later in the book you almost completely abandon the Irish American theme yeah. and start just attacking Norwegians. Well, they're not really good for anything. I mean, so they're I, very attractive people. They are, but I thought that if I could shift blame to something by the end of the book, that's a classic tactic. It is, and a very effective one. Um, and I thought if I could do that, I could actually sell copies. And you know, I've sold thirty million copies of this book, so obviously something was give working. or take twenty nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the numbers haven't come in yet, so you know. But my publisher is assuring me. You know, I'm waiting for my check. To, Again, who published this book? Um, it was published by. Um, uh, back alley publishing. Hmm. Um, uh, the gentleman I didn't get to know him very well. He he said he was Stephen King's um, eighth cousin, uh, fourth removed. Well, that's that's credibility. That's and and I gave him my life savings to publish the book. And um, and your life savings. Let's talk about that. How much was your life savings? Again, was, I'm here with Mick a- McMickelson, author of the new book Irish American, <laughs> the best slave. Is 
a redheaded slave. Again, let's go back to your life saving. You say you gave your life saving to It was $75 in um, golden Sacagawea coins. Hmm. Um, I used them at work to buy myself sandwiches, and then I would just save them every day. So I'd put them in a piggy bank. And do you still work, or are you riding that author train where you don't have to have a normal job anymore? Well, I'm actually a ward of the state at, at this moment. Um, I'm starving. So... I did notice you have an ankle bracelet on. Is that due to a crime that you've committed? Or um, that's they just going need to keep that, track That's of you? going to ongoing litigation. Um, and uh, yes, I'm required to wear it by the United States government. Um, I'm technically not accused of a crime, but I am filed. A, I think they call it a person of interest. Hmm. Yes, that's what they usually call it. And it's a great series on CBS that. All the grandmothers watch. I don't know. I don't own a TV. So, um, oh, you're one of those guys. Well, I, I, no, I mean, I literally in the shelter I live in, there is no TV. Oh. So, you know, no, being in the shelter and living that hard scrabble life, how did that add to the writing of the book? Um, it really made the desperate aspects of it uh, much more. It was very productive because I know I had to get out of these circumstances. However, um, writing longhand when you're barely literate on um, legal pads with uh, pricking your finger and writing in your own blood, it, it, it's it's a very real experience, but it's very tiring. I did notice that almost everything in the book was misspelled. Yes, I, I'm not quite the speller. Mm. Um, I'm not quite the writer either. Mm. Um the subject is actually complete nonsense, but I thought that if I could produce a book about it, then I could get paid for it. And Again, I'm here with Mick McMickelson, and this is Bob on Books, 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 uh, Books Plenty, and... Uh I'd like to thank you for joining me again, Mick McMickelson. Are there any final words you'd like to say to the uh, listeners out there to hopefully drum, drum up support to buy your book? Um, yes, um, I need... I will be willing to uh, appear at any uh, rally of any kind um, for nothing more than a sandwich. And um, I, I'm a pretty good speaker, at, at, as you can tell. Um, so uh, You barely started this whole time. Yeah, I, I really held it together. And um, yeah, uh, just buy the book um, and uh, help, help get me out of the, the men's shelter. It's very ripey there. Well, that could have went unsaid on National Public Pillow Fort Radio. Um, well, I'd like to thank you once again, ladies and gentlemen, Mick McMickelson, author of the book, Irish American. I'm a slave for you. I'm Bob Roberts. This has been Books, Books, Books. Thank you for listening, and keep reading, America. America.